Evening, everybody. Joe Colton's broken already. Be sure to make lots of comments about the state of her hair tonight. Oh, my God. It's, it's, it's apparently a big deal. <laughs> Welcome to What's on Joe Mind. We'll be back right after our kick-ass theme song. Joe Mind. We are a fan cast about the world of G.I. Joe. Uh, we are your your other favorite fan casts show that they love to not talk about. Uh, I'm your host, Mike Irisari. I'm that guy tonight. I'm wearing the t-shirt for the show that I'm on. Because, um, hey, we need the pub. Be sure to uh, hit us up on our, our T Public site. You can get the link for it down below. Uh, go to the swag shop. Get yourself one of these bad boys. It's probably on sale because it's the weekend. Who knows? But uh, joining me tonight here in the top row, he was one for three in his WrestleMania predictions. Cool. He's the former head of marketing for G.I. Joe at Hasbro. Uh, it's the hot show, Mark Weber. Hey, what's up? Now, we normally, you know, do a little rigmarole here at the beginning. We usually have a little, you know, potpourri going on. But listen, we got lots of news. We got a fantastic feature. And I got so much stuff in this week that we just got to keep it moving. That's all I got to say. All right. The one that you got correct, by the way, you, you got Roman Reigns uh, winning the, the unified championship. Which was the gimme. Right. Come on. Come on. Uh, not, not getting that one correct. The co-hostess with the co-mostess. Uh, Joe Colton, the queen Hi, of everybody. cosplay. Hi. Joe Colton, what's up with, uh, why, why are you so self-conscious about your hair tonight? I haven't left the house and I've been on phone calls since 8 o'clock this morning. And I... Finished work at seven. Like you showered, <laughs> fine. You bathed. Just means you're not as windswept. Yeah. You still have good volume. You're fine. Uncle, you're fine. You're fine. Say it with me. You're fine. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Oh for three on WrestleMania predictions, by the way. Oh for three. Whatever. Yeah, look, go back. Ra Ronda Rousey was my only one that I wanted for sure to win. Why? Uh, also 0 for 3 on his WrestleMania predictions, although on purpose. That's rack time, Rob. Hey, Bugs Bunny is never a wrong answer. It's never a wrong answer, but at the same time, he did not win the match. No, but he didn't. Bugs Bunny didn't lay down for nobody. That's no right. One. That's my all-time favorite wrestling match. Especially not, cartoon. <laughs> especially not Crusher. No. Yeah, just, just passing by. by. Just passing by. That's the <laughs> everybody check that one out when you're when we're done here tonight uh if you're watching us on facebook tonight please uh, give us some kind of a reaction give us a thumbs up give us a heart give us a little huggy guy 
Uh, four of you have already given us a little huggy guy. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube tonight, uh, be sure to like our video. Uh, leave a comment down below, not just a live chat comment, but a, a, a big boy comment down there. Um, and, and of course, subscribe to our channel. Uh, that's the thing you can do the most to help us out is, is log in on YouTube and subscribe to the channel. Uh, we are 1,028 strong as of the beginning of, of the show tonight. So uh, thank you for the continued growth. Let's let's keep it going. Spread the word. Share us around. Drop us on unsuspecting people because that's the only way that happens. It's all thanks to you. Because mm -hmm. uh, they don't. Nobody listens to me anymore. What? Right. Who? Well, what? I got, I got a show for eleven years. I put the the former head from Hasbro on the program. Nobody's listening to me. What? Oh, I'm, I'm just doing the Austin thing. <laughs> Joining, joining us uh, later on will be the entire cast of G.I. Joe from 1985 as we provide you the definitive character tier list mm -hmm. uh, for that year. But first, uh, we're rolling right, we're plowing right ahead because we got this is like 30 guys in that tier list. Oh my God. Uh, we're we're going to jump right it's into here. Right into, uh, as soon as I can find the, the video, Bring it. community calendar. Woo! There's a Comic-Con or a toy show, what's on your mind? Wants to know, tell Mike, Mark, and Joe, Munity Calendar. All right, so, um, yeah, lots of lots of shows going on. We've uh, added a couple to the calendar tonight. Of course, uh, PowerPoint just crashed on me, so bear with me. Oh. Get it back open. <sighs> Here, I was trying to keep a straight face. I went right to it, and it <laughs> crapped right out. So um, half a moment uh, to discuss this topic. Uh, PowerPoint is neither powerful nor pointed. Mm. And, it, and if, you work at, if you work at Amazon, they are not just anti-PowerPoint. It's banned. They don't use it in any meeting. You're not allowed to have PowerPoint presentations at Amazon. Okay. Because they're, they're, they're petty like that. Oh, yes. I mean, sure. Yeah. Sure. I, I mean, if they were making good decisions, they'd, ha they'd have a new head of their choice division in Seattle right now, but I'm <laughs> <laughs> not better. Look, I'd be happy if they could figure out how to pack a book. That's a good point. Don't fold the book. Okay. Come on now. You guys aren't discussing. What are we, oh. we, we should be discussing? We were discussing Amazon's Jerkiness. Amazon is jerks. I had a kid at school today with his feet, his shoes on the wrong feet. As I was pushing him on the swing from the front, from the foot, I noticed they were on. I didn't say backwards. I said, James, you're wearing your shoes a little different. He said, yep. I said, why do you do that? He said, because I like it like that. All right. Wow. You told kid, us that story last week. Kid's a genius. I mean, he's on to something. You're not yeah, wrong. Every time I see him, every Friday. I, I got the same thing happening on my classified desk row. But anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's a double lefty. Yeah, he's, he put his boots on the wrong way. Hard to kick oh. ass as a double lefty. Okay. We should just play the community calendar thing again. Just to try to figure <laughs> out. What the hell Joe's doing? Right? She's doing homework. Speaking of two left feet. 
That she did that shoe ever come off in the video? Yeah, Sawed it straight off. Oh, yeah. So what? she almost yeah. ripped my foot off. And it's all right, you got you got two. I know, but yeah, she um. Don't need both. She had to really tug it off. So it's like that old bear trap story. Gnaw off the foot to get free. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> if we have to cut it, do you want the? Do you mind if we cut your shoe? Saw it off like, of, as long as you don't cut my foot. Yeah. Saw it off with a pocket knife like in 128 hours. Yeah. She spoiler. usually carries around a pocket knife. Oh, That's sorry for the spoiler for the 15-year-old book. <laughs> that is not surprising. Okay. We're getting this thing. I'm, I'm going the cheap way tonight. I'm going to just upload this right in the stream yard, and, and we'll go from there. So my apologies on technical difficulties. Why is That's that the cheap way? I Because mm -hmm. I... I can't do all the cool effects and stuff. Oh, okay, I, don't, right. I don't think I have any this week, so it's not that big of a deal. All right. Right? Seems legit. Yeah. Beep. Add to stream. Oh, there it is. It's I got like a PowerPoint. You were, you were saying what you're going to say. Oh, I got a PowerPoint my, I helped my daughter put together for Spanish class, but I named uh, it I am, I am the Walrus. Just to confuse her. She didn't know what that meant, so I had to play her the song. And then she was even more confused. Technical difficulties is our real sponsor. No, Kokomo Toys is our real sponsor. Oh, my goodness. So there's our hey, first we got something. calendar. This is tomorrow and Sunday. It's the Florida Extravaganza in Tampa Bay at the Florida State Fairgrounds. Uh, that is 4800 US 301 in Tampa, Florida. Yeah. 33610 with special guest Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Uh, look these guys up on Facebook if you want more information. Again, this is tomorrow. So, if, if, if sorry, we, we forgot to put this one on last week. My bad. My bad. That's like three guests. That's Brutus the Barber Beefcake. That's the Booty Man. And that's Zodiac. Oh, it's also the Disciple. Oh, and, that's right. And the Butcher. Is he the Butcher? He was. Uh, he's got, he had a lot of main roster type persona mainly because because vince owns a trademark on his most popular name right right and um i mean you got to remember too this is it's important to catch him here because he can only spend uh 72 hours not attached to hulk hogan right <laughs> it's like it's he's got kind of like green lanterns power set yeah, he's, he's just he, got to recharge on Hogan every so he, often. Exactly, he's, he's the human lamprey. He's got to attach himself barnacle style. <laughs> he'll, prob Hogan. he'll probably get in there with. He'll be down to like one percent power. And ring the bell, door will open up, and and oh, Brian Knobs is there already. Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, oh, brother. Oh goodness! And so, yeah, you see, right, right there, top left, GI Joe on the on the placard, even. So we like these guys. I don't know if that's actually top left. It's not. There's some <laughs> other inferior property above them, but it got cut off by the thing. So I'm not worrying about yeah, that. It's fine. Something top that door. can't fund a Haslab project. <laughs> Something that can't fund a Rancor. That's right. Top door. But uh, next show, of course, the Indiana Comic Convention. That is next week. That is April 15 to 17 at the. Indiana Convention Center in beautiful downtown Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, you can see the guest list there. Jim Cummings, John DeLancey, Carrie Owens, Jess Harnell, uh, Gates McFadden, Brent Spiner, Tara Strong, and many, many more. Uh, visit them at indianacomicconvention.com 
for hours and ticket prices. Uh, biggest show in this area, probably. I can't think of one that necessarily gets any bigger than that. Uh, Gen Con, but you know, it's more of a gaming. Yeah, that's that's that's. I mean, Gen Con, of course, but that's what the third largest convention in the U.S. or something obnoxious. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but it's it's. I mean, I guess it's going to start to be more of our thing now. Now that we've got a proper GI Joe role playing game or two. Or two. So you know, I want to hit want to hit this convention and have Carrie always sign my Princess Bride DVD, and then I can throw it away. You, you, I don't I understand how movie. you can hate that movie. Hate that movie. Really? Oh, so annoying. Do you how can you hate that soul? movie? It's a meathead joint. Hate that movie. Andre's great. Great movie. Great. No, I used to work in video store. They played that all the time. You can only hear that Amigo Montoya thing so many times before you're uh, just. We do it to William all the time. Yeah. yeah, but that's that's kind of William's thing, isn't it? Anyways, anyways, Mark is wrong. Mark is wrong. Mark is very wrong. I can be outvoted and still not be wrong. You can be and no, are. But but this is not one of those times. I can agree <laughs> with you. Hey, I could agree with you three and we'd all be wrong. <laughs> that would that would not be correct. <laughs> but um as Michael Gene Fleming says, inconceivable. No problem. Here's my here's here you go, Princess Bride fans. Watch snippets of it eight billion times over like a five year <laughs> period and come back to me. Inconceivable. Inconceivable. Hey, look, they played that tape all the time, and that's why they're the last remaining blockbuster. Okay, so yeah, that's a good point. That and overboard. Oh man. Well, all right. Overboard is pushing it so many times. Although that one, that one did get a remake. Kind of. I mean, why didn't they go for <laughs> something with gusto like Captain Ron? I would put in. I would put in on a Friday night. I'd put in Rocky Four, and the dudes. Sorry, it'd be a little bit sexist, but it was usually dudes would flock to the monitor like they'd never seen either fight, right? It is a fascinating bad movie. And once in a while, a guy would be like, can I rent that? And I'm like, it's the only one we got, but I can pop it out of the VCR for you. Okay, cool. And I would, and everybody would just go, hey! I don't know how it ends. How am I going to (laughs) know? It it is a movie that's so bad it comes out the other side. It's awesome. Talk about a heel a heel move. Go we, ahead. We watched one of those movies earlier in Roadhouse. Yeah. Roadhouse is a good so, movie. So bad, it's awesome. It's Ooh, Roadhouse movie. is a bad movie until it's time not to be bad. Right. right. Yeah. What is that? What's his name? Dalton something? Dalton. Dalton. Just Dalton? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I think he they gave him a first name in there. Dalton's a turn at least his last name. They gave him a first name, but it's like it's said once and not. <clears throat> Well done. Sounds like a brand new NXT guy. Dalton right. Swagger or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyways, moving on. Uh, of course, at the end of May, on the 22nd, is the show that, that I'll be at and Rob will be at and maybe Joe Colton will be at. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Um, Roma Collectibles, the parking lot toy show. That is, that's correct. You're reading that right. It's going to be in their parking lot uh, from 10 to 4 on Sunday, May 22nd uh, at 1030 Upper Valley Pike in Springfield, Ohio. Uh, be sure to check that out on Facebook as well. Uh, lots of great vendors. It's Ohio. It's the middle of Ohio. There's always vendors. Huge toy area in Dayton. That's where Kenner used to be. It's all this great stuff. 
floating around that area. All but just it's a city of toy people. I I advise everyone to go if you're within a couple hours drive. That's it for community calendar. And that brings us to the news. Do, 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 do. Make sure it's time for the news. Oh, yeah, it is time for the news. Okay. I want to make sure I didn't have one more. Okay. But uh, first news, of course, Super 7 keeping the heat on us, uh, releasing more images of more upcoming reaction figures that will be released with Wave 3, and that's the one with Flint and Roadblock and version 2 Snake Eyes and, and those guys. Um, but here we have uh, a core of G.I. Joe engineers, combat engineers, they are female. They have uh, various uniform variations and 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 skin tones, and so there's nine different ones that'll be available. Uh, you can get them at, uh, or you'll be able to pre-order them at Super7Store.com, eighteen dollars a piece. Uh, and to balance them out on the Cobra side, uh, nine Snakelings. These are the guys that uh, Shipwreck and Snake Eyes were dressed up as in the Pyramid of Darkness. I got the guy with the, the welding torch and the goggles up in the, the spotlight here because welding torch and goggles. How can you not? Um, so winners there. Uh, if, if you're into deep dives from from G.I. Joe history and uh, and from uh, Sunbow history, uh, lots, of, lots of stuff for you to spend your $18 increments on from Super 7. Only Joke. thing wrong with that is no, no one with a snake eyes head and no one with a shipwreck head. Well, true. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you got you got to have. It's an army builder, right? These are cadets. But um, Joe Colton, what you think? They're interesting. <laughs> Not a fan, Mark Mark Weber. Wait, but Joe Joe said, "Here we go, doing behind the curtain. We're getting nine new female figures." I said, "No, <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah. getting one. You're getting one." Nine times. Nine, Nine winners, times, yeah. But um, I just feel, man, for the people who are completionists, I don't know how many completionists there are for reacting stuff, but that's 324 bucks plus tax. Right. Just for snakelings and soldiers. Yeah. So, yeah. I do, I do like that they're going deep. And I'm actually grabbed one of the snakeling guys just to put him in a his turret or something. Mm -hmm. um, Maybe so, one or two. Yeah, I'm like... I'm not, not, not going to rip on it. I see what they're doing. I understand what they're doing. It's it's not for me unless it's so unique that I think I can hide that five points of articulation in a cockpit or a you know a, a driver's seat somewhere. So on a cot. Yeah, maybe stretcher. Maybe. <laughs> Bill Colton's always trying to get figures on those cots. I don't know what's up with that. Yeah, He's got a weird thing about cots. It's a concession. If only somebody would would write in and offer her space on a cot. Again. <laughs> Interesting. And of course, the snakelings. Uh, one of them does have a beard, so one of them could be shipwrecked. I don't know. Or a bearded lady. Or See, a bearded lady. Ten, ten female figures. <laughs> Just like that. Uh, Travis Moody said he list, missed last week because of the 45 hours of wrestling I watched through Mania weekend. Yeah. Uh, doesn't yeah. Sound, I don't think WrestleMania had any Friday shows, so no excuses. It's awful. Get caught up and write a book report. I'm not sure that was all wrestling. But. 
Yeah, I disagree. I thought WrestleMania was was a pretty good show. Second well, no, night wasn't as great as first night. No, first night was definitely better, but it was built poorly. But then when it came time, they have some of the most talented performers in the world, so they put on good matches. But Travis was a maniac, so he was watching everything. Right? Right. Like, Look, I don't care. Pre-show was he watching? No, I mean, I mean, like the other federations that put on stuff. Was he watching what's on Joe Mine? Mm. No, no. We had a fatal four-way. That's good. what I care about. I super kicked Joe Colton eight times in a row, and she still kicked out. She no sold everything. And it's modern wrestling. No sold it. <laughs> uh, also, this week. 3-0 Firefly was revealed. Huh. This is pretty awesome. Yeah. This, uh, I mean, and that's just, uh, I, I don't think I could possibly do an image justice, but but this is this is all kinds of cool. This is 10 yeah. pounds of cool in a five-pound bag. Uh, cloth uniform, interchangeable hands, demolition equipment, all in the 12, 12, 112 scale. Uh, estimated shipping date is in fourth quarter. Uh, the pre-order price is listed. I just didn't update the slideshow. What uh, is it? I think it's 169, like the that is not bad for a 112 scale with that yes, detail and that quality. Yeah, no, if, if you're into the high end stuff, this is that, that's a really good price. Wait a minute, six inch figures are 25 bucks, so a 12 inch figure should be 50. <laughs> right, exactly. We're getting a flag. Yeah, I figured. We're and totally that, copy of, that copy of Action Comics number one has ten cents on it. No, even they, if that had, even that they, had gone up a thousand percent. I'm only paying like ten bucks for that. I, I take back what I said before. They did not put up a price on this today. Oh. But, but there may, maybe Why? there was some announcement that I just didn't get to yet. I don't know. Um, it's a really a, good figure. Yeah, I got a job, so I don't catch everything right as it happens all the time. I try. Shame. Right. But uh, yeah, but yeah, that's that's what we got there. Uh, one more picture there. I've got a little bit more. Uh, again, this is all from the 30hk.com site. Uh, but you can see his three sets of interchangeable hands. You can see his his backpack with removable pieces, and he's got a sidearm. He's got his submachine gun. He's got his night vision goggles. This is a pretty complete firefly. I don't see a walkie-talkie. That's the one thing. How come there's no phone? Because walkie-talkies are not a thing anymore. It'd still be cool. Who cares? Give him a I phone. Guess, but he's got an earpiece. Give him a phone. I like that his gun isn't bright green, because that would ruin it, I think. Yeah. But they should have given him a green phone, just as a as a Yahoo, right? Just as a throwaway. <laughs> green phones, I can cost anything. Maybe update it, but don't totally update it. Make it like a green Nokia flip phone. It'd be amazing. <laughs> a burner, an untraceable yeah. burner. Got a blackberry. Taking bombs off him. <laughs> Can you see him trying to type on a blackberry with his big gloved fingers? God damn her. Oh. But he looks great. Like Firefly is not even one of my top favorite cobras, but come on. Right. Right. Killing it. Yeah. 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 Same here. Same here. He's he's I mean, he's good and all. I don't want to make it sound like I hate Firefly. Yeah. But he's he's not a guy that I, I freak out for. And this was like, woo, hey. Yeah. Excuse me, I got junk in my eye. Eye boogers. Right? No, I think it was just hair. Luscious hair. <laughs> ah. Joe Colton, how's the hair doing? 
It's tamed. <laughs> For now. For now. For now. For now. This is this is what I don't like about doing this through doing this through uh uh StreamYard is that I can't tell the slides in advance. Uh, that's baseball season. Oh, it's the worst. Okay, so yeah, we've also got uh, more reveals from the G.I. Joe fan club, including some more today. Um, this is uh, from the other day. This is uh, the 11 by 17 poster uh, with art by Adam Riches. We revealed the logo last week, so I just didn't have to change the tile. Scoreboard us. Thank you, James Cavanaugh. Mm -hmm. um, but you follow the G.I. Joe fan club on Facebook if you want more information. I believe reveals are done and registration is going to start next week. So uh, we'll we'll know we'll know everything when when things go live next week. You got to figure, being Adam Riches, that there's got to be a, a royal guard in like ninety nine percent black hidden somewhere in the border there, right? <laughs> it's behind <laughs> the explosion, or or I don't know, four hundred of them, right? Like it's on the other side of the explosion. As he it's, probably made the explosion. This guy's barely escaping. It, it's like um, it's like the the you know the pilots that don't get out of the planes on the cartoon. They're just off camera. That's it. Like Buzz Dixon said. And of course, uh, more information on the call sign longbow Kickstarter, which is starting in May. Uh, there will be stretch goals that involve uh, the Marauder Task Force Retro Ops. There will be 80, 80s themed. Uh, Marauder Task Force stretch goals included on the call sign Longbow Kickstarter, however much sense that makes. So all kinds of good stuff available uh, for this call sign Longbow. So just start gathering gathering your shekels together uh, for May uh, because this one's going to be fun. Uh, we'll have Troy back, of course, and, and John back as as soon as we can to, to talk you through this one. But May 2022, first week of May, from what, he's, from what we've been told. If you need more information on Call Sign Longbow, go back into our library. Go back to episode 171 and go back to episode 208, which is just three weeks ago uh, when we had Troy on the show uh, to fill us in on, on updated things. Uh, Diana Davis asks, so in shirts with little alligators and polo players. Correct. Yes. Yes. Correct. Yes. Everyone, will be, everyone will be wearing pleated khakis. Box pleated khakis. Uh, no bad wandering ads. Uh, registration cost hasn't been revealed yet, so reveals aren't done yet. I believe oh. the last reveal. So that's true. Again, we'll, I'm sure when it opens, we'll know how much it costs. It's kind of weird that we haven't gotten that, but hey, not my business. Mm -hmm. uh, so they can run it like they want. Anyways. Um, just follow again. Pay attention to noted author James Cavanaugh. He will have all of the information uh, when we're ready to go. So there we go again. Uh, news, uh, new, new news on stretch goals from Paul Sign Longbow. Starting next month. And while we're talking Kickstarters, Total Action Force Volume Two is live. Uh, been live for about a week. We got about a month left. Uh, ends on May fifth. Uh, they are two-thirds of the way there. So this one is all a great start uh, compared to the last one, especially. We were we were really slogging along in the early stages of, of Volume 1. So Volume 2 is off to a much better start. And um, 
and yeah, so get yourself in on that. Uh, you can check it out. One of the stretch goals is for a paperback version of Volume 1. So if you missed out on Volume 1, you're not out of the series. Just get in here, push Volume 2 to where we get to reprinting Volume 1. Uh, and hey, you know, help out. Drum up some support. Spread the word. Uh, this is a great series. We have, we have the first book here. Uh, it is fantastic. It is fantastic. I'm digging Destro's extra large necklace. Yeah. It's like uh, he's got, was it Aaron Paul's Pokemon card in there, maybe? Is there a non-Facebook <laughs> way to stay up to date with it? And that's in reference to the fan club, yes. Fan club is also on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, so all the, the, the big three of social media, if you will. I think Facebook is where James does most of his detail work. Uh, but even like, I think most of the links on Instagram and, and, and Twitter are just links back to his Facebook page. But if you don't have a Facebook account, you can, you can find them on those two, those two, uh, paths. So, uh, yeah, that, that's how it's done. Otherwise you can watch us. We'll let you know. We got you. Right. Absolutely. And volume, volume one was fantastic. So. Racktime, Rob, you're in on everything, right? You're up to on date. what? You got your ear to the ground. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, none of it, none of it. No, I, no Facebook, no Instagram, no Twitter. He hides from social media. He's terrible. He's on anti-social media, right? Yeah. He's on. He's big on MySpace, though. Oh, all over it. People fighting for his top eight spaces. Tommy, yeah, but uh, Total he's... Action Force is live now on Kickstarter. Go to Kickstarter, type in Total Action Force. This project will come up for you. Uh, support our friends Brian Hickey and Patty Lennon. Do it now. I didn't even have to do that. It just pointed out and said, hey, here's something you might like. I was like, oh, oh there it is. You're like, oh, do I? Do I? Do I? You do. You do. And that's the end of the news. Do, 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 do. Look at that lazy guy. He's not even dancing anymore. I know. It's the, it's the downside. Yeah. The, one, the one special effect that we don't get uh, when, we do, when we do proper. Okay. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and play our commercial spot. Yeah. All right. Ooh, yeah. Prepare yourselves. I got to find the button. Oh, my God. Head tape. It's the same button every week. It it is, but I'm still I'm still kind of drug druggy, so you know. So, some guys go their whole life. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. GI Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from twelve to five. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. Just like that. Okay, let me get that out of the studio. Set up our, our sharing for tonight's main event. The definitive tier list for G.I. Joe characters from 1985. Do we have any theme song for that, Mark? Uh, no, but I was thinking when we get to like 93 and 94, it'll be a different kind of tier list. Oh, can't believe they made that guy. 
we're not going to get to 93 or 94. There's just going to be a lot of corporals and privates. Yeah. Dude, it might be fun. It might be funny, yeah, because it would just be like totally bottom heavy. Right? Yeah. yeah hey, would... that could have been a decent mold, but it's bright green. You know? Shadow ninjas. We'll just put them all on the bottom right now. Ninja Force Scarlet. Hey, we're finally getting another Scarlet. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Look at those oh. child-bearing hips. Good Lord. Good for the neon green Ninja Assault, though. Okay. So I can take this moment to scratch the back of it again. Yeah, even, even better. I love it when this happens. Interactive. <sighs> So today's game recap in the bottom of the first. <laughs> the Yankees won on opening day. Rob had his hat on for a second, but it's gone now. I wore my all black Yankee hat around today because it's a little bit under the radar here in New England. And even still, some kids' school is like, hey, weren't you wearing a Yankee hat earlier? Yes, I was. Yes, because I support winners. Subtly. <laughs> Twenty-seven times. <laughs> I have a buddy I used to work with on radio who was the now the arena announcer for the Phoenix Suns, and so he introduces starting lineups and stuff. It's Murata. If they had won the NBA title last year, he would have gotten a legit championship ring. Mm. Like nice. talk well, about swag. He's uh, he's got another shot this year. He does. Someone posted a picture of, I don't remember which son it was, but he's kind of grinning and says, that look you get when you send the Lakers home two, two years in a row. Like, yeah, <laughs> felt pretty good. I like the, speaking well, while I'm NBA, uh -oh. I like the bit this week where uh, LeBron said he wouldn't mind playing with Steph Curry, and Steph yeah. Curry's response was, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> 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 that's like that's like Jericho going, "Hey, uh, Daniel Bryan, you want to have a little feud? Maybe we'll do a little worker program this summer." Yeah, I'm all right. I don't remember Mike dropping off before. Yeah, I know. That's kind of rare. Like yeah. when, when Joe and I did the the uh, Renegade show off the rails, we knew he wouldn't be there, so we but knew yeah, it was going to be Thunderdome. The whole show. Yeah. He was busy me not he was busy helping me not pick up boxes. Uh so cold. Wow. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> Pretty rough, but I'll allow it. Yeah. I I'm kind of digging that we're doing eighty five tonight because I mean 80, I think eighty six is the high water mark, right? I don't think G.I. Joe was ever more Either mm -hmm. I don't know if it's profitable or made more overall money than an '86, but I mean '85 was big time too. So yeah, not that there's anything wrong with '87 or '88, but I think '86 is the not jump the shark, but it is the apex, right? Yeah, like I mean '87 is yeah. pretty high too. Yeah, yeah, '87 is a hell of a year. Yeah, but it's no, I but I mean even like sales wise and stuff, you know, it's but I don't think but, it was quite '86. So I wonder if they thought at the time, well, how would you ever match what we did in 86, right? But yeah, 
it was actually the the start of not not a not a you know a dynamic slide but you know you could tell the brand was was needing some stuff needing to change it up a little bit and they did you know over time but i don't think they ever got quite as as unbelievably popular as they did in 86. yeah but yeah, I, I think what well, was it? Ninety two, they had a blip on the radar. So then ninety three, they went, you know, balls to the wall crazy on releasing figures. And then ninety four was like, and we're done. Yeah, ninety four was just the last gasp, right? It was like the corpse kick. And, yeah, and we're done now. <laughs> that, that late rally, you know. The... <laughs> yeah, and and in the end, no, not quite. I'm digging. I'm not in the three zero stuff. I, I decided just i can't swim in that pool right oh yeah no. i just can't do it but man that firefly like if they had made one of my guys and he looked that good i'd absolutely be in i don't know if i'd be in for everybody i uh yeah like i said i've got to you know since they always make my guy i'm just kind of like you know. hey joining us on the show tonight holy cow oh you gonna make it tonight or uh, it, it's um, a lot of updates on on Google Chrome of late, and they're really making oh, security yeah. tough to work around. It's annoying, really annoying, really, really annoying. Man, this is a good year. Oh, yes, we are loaded. Yeah, I get this for uh, everybody too, so we know what's going on. The Crimson Twins are are going to be treated for purposes of this as one character. Because uh, frankly, whatever Tomax is, that's what Zaymod is too, and so they they uh, they were sold together. So yeah. yeah, there's no point in in trying to do those separately. And uh, unfortunately for those who were asking, uh, Timber is not included. He's just a figure it's part of Snake Eyes. Because we don't we don't need to we don't need to necessarily talk about all the pets doing. And he's too he's too big to fit on Snake Eyes' shoulder like Polly did on Stripper. Right. <laughs> that is. <laughs> Fucked up. Hey, remember to visit our did, coffee pit. Did 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 Polly actually clip onto the shoulder? He could. I never tried that. He was always wrist or nothing for me. Yeah, I, I was always afraid mm. to. I thought his feet would break. But anyway, I, I I got it to happen. I think like once or twice. Let's go ahead and get started. Yes, there's thirty of these things. Yeah. You come hours. late. Now you're demanding. I didn't come late. Our computer broke. So first up is airtight. Where are we putting airtight on on the list here? I got airtight as uh, one of those guys who got a, a decent amount of spotlight because he happened to come along in one of the correct two years, meaning the Sunbow cartoon was rolling uh, on a daily basis, and, and so they made sure to get him some spotlight. So, I dare say that Airtight is going to join the Legion of Joes in the corporal level. Yeah. In this particular case. Yeah. Yeah. Not fighting that. I think it helps that he's banana yellow, too, right? So you never missed him like in right. a group shot. Like, is that Crankcase back there? I don't know. But whoever he is, he's standing next to Airtight. Right. Right. Um, we didn't see a whole lot of Airtight in the comic books. He got a revival in Renegades. Uh, but he was still pretty much the same, so I think I think Corporal is. Corporal I think is. I can name the two issues that the Airtight actually shows up in. <laughs> yeah, and one of those he was wearing camis too, so it didn't, didn't even matter. 
Okay, so that brings us to Alpine. Mark Weber, where do we put Alpine? Alpine's a much bigger deal, especially in the cartoon. Um, yeah. So I, I wouldn't. You're arguing. You're going to argue here if you're arguing Major versus Sergeant. Probably I put him in Sergeant. Good, solid character. Always had some representation in, in I think, any of the media. Um, but hardly ever a frontline guy, right? There was yeah. hardly ever an Alpine comic or an Alpine episode. So, Sergeant for me. I agree. Yeah, I, I do, too. He was voiced by one of the the TV legends in the old series and with, uh, with Lee Weaver. Uh, a guy who knew his way around a joke, and Alpine was certainly that too. So he's a a very memorable character. Um, Joe Colton, you got any argument there? Nope. Yeah, Alpine gets a, a little bit of a nose ahead of the corporal crowd. Yeah. They even hospitalized him in the movie. They thought so much of him. <laughs> and that brings us to Barbecue. Uh, he is one of my least favorites from the Sunboat time. <laughs> Absolute least favorites. Always either <laughs> making terrible jokes or screaming for his dad. I I could not stand barbecue. Not at all. Not even a little. Uh, so I I will make I will I will reserve judgment. Joe Colton, where do you have barbecue? I don't. Uh... Sergeant. Ooh wow. Ooh strong. Mm. Strong. Mark Weber. I'm not I can't go that strong. I would argue corporal or private for him. He's definitely popular. He's more popular yeah. than maybe he should be. Yeah. For his exposure. But at least I, in the sunbow. Yeah, I can't I can't do sergeant, but I can do corporal. I will okay. I will agree with corporal. We'll we'll average our, our votes. Yes. Rack time, Rob. All right. I, I go corporal too. Yeah. He's I got it. Decent, you know, a decent showing in the cartoon, which he didn't annoy me anywhere near as much as he did you. Uh, but like the comic book, I, I think it's like what forty and forty-one when he first shows up, and then never again. Yeah, he's a strictly strictly background if there. So I think I think two words sum up Barbecue's existence: the Viper. I just it's good to know I didn't know Barbecue was Mike's Ricondo. I, just just Sunbow Barbecue. Oh, like a very specific. Yeah, like it, like seeing the barbecue figure doesn't bother me. I I I like his his classified take and just classified takes great. Barbecue is just woof. should have had a second head. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, great. agreed. Oh my god, what a missed but, opportunity! But they're like, oh, a redhead, it won't sell. Matches with his uh. Barbecue if, if you read his old file card, it, it says he's the ultimate party animal who can like open bottles with his teeth and things like that. So, or put a whole Coke bottle around. He could have had a face where he's just like and had a, like a coat, like had a if, bottle. If you, of if Coke. you think of his, if you think of his features, the way they have that in the description of the file card, you should take that helmet off. He should be Alfred E. Newman, but you know, right? right. What ugly dude? <laughs> what new words, dude? So it brings us to Bazooka. Okay. Okay. So Bazooka obviously paired up with Alpine nearly exclusively in the cartoon. He, he yeah. was the, 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 the strong silent type. We saw more of Alpine on his own than we saw of Bazooka on his own. But then sometimes they, they paired Bazooka up with Quick Kick too. So um, we, he, he had some options with his 
with his uh, his comedy partners, so to speak. Uh, Mark Weber, where are you putting Bazooka? Dude, I'm going to back out of Bazooka because he's my barbecue in a condo. Oh, I God. Hated, I hated Bazooka. <laughs> Just so you want to you want to put him in private is what you're wanting. I'm saying I, I couldn't stand him. I thought he was a waste of time whenever they put him on. I loved when uh, I think it was Devil's Due had to call out for more Joes and he answered. And he was a fat security guard. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite. But yeah, I didn't I didn't think the football jersey was cool. I like my as as lunatic as it sounds. I always liked the Joes that were a little more military realistic, even if it was military futuristic. And this mm-hmm. guy running around in a bright red football jersey with a lame look. Even his, even his weapon looked lame. I didn't like anything about this guy other than uh, great, great pants for lazy bastard customers. So, <laughs> that is true. That yeah. is true. So, yeah, wakes down, he's killing it. Uh, but no, I'm abdicating on this one. I hated Bar- Bazooka. And they thought enough of him to kill him off camera before the beginning of Resolute. But, uh, Storm, yeah. Shadow. Storm Shadow gets two points for that. <laughs> I was pretty happy about that too. Rack time, Rob. Where are you putting Bazooka? I I I got to put him in the sergeant. I mean, you always think. I mean, Alpine and Bazooka on the cartoon are almost as matched a set as Tomax and Sandman. You know, almost. So I, you know, I'm thinking sergeant. Almost. How about how about you, Joe Colton? would have put him on corporal but okay yeah i i think the 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 pairing with alpine has made him popular but I, without I, him I, I mean without him sure but but you can't we can't really look in a vacuum like that because well, you also can't look at him based on other people well yeah because he's always showing up with them yeah i guess whatever if, if you think of them as a team yeah they're all a team oh. he's He's pretty much beefcake Alpine's Hogan. (laughs) (laughs) Could he stand on his own and be a sergeant? Yeah, because he's popular. Yeah, he he is popular. All right, Bazooka. Even though he sucks, he even though even though Weber hates him, I I think he's popular enough to like. Oh my god! Even if he's the guy that people point at and go, "Oh, that's not realistic at all," I I maintain that. His job was to go out and either drive a tank or blow crap up. So he didn't have to be military realistic. Whatever, wear your football jersey. But I even though it represents the worst 18 and 1 team ever. Right. Uh I would I would say he's riding the line, but I think ultimately he lands up there with his buddy Alpine. I'll throw down the gauntlet, classified team. I dare you to make a retro bazooka. And show me how bad that fourteen looks with a horizontal cut right huh. through the middle. You're gonna see. You're gonna see it with the Tiger Force one. Yeah. Yeah, about to say you don't have long. Uh, so bad. All right, we're in dreadnought territory. Mm, now these are interesting. Yeah, it's, I think we're we're gonna have our first brawl as we get to buzzer. So, Mark Weber, why don't you get buzzer started? Buzzer, uh, buzzer hit sergeant for me because he was always in the. I guess somewhat in the cartoon, but in the comic, he was the most intelligent and dangerous of the original trio, right? Yeah, right. He was he was the star screen to Zartan's Megatron, basically a guy who was you know had some had some designs on being greater than he was. I'm sure he saw himself as the leader 
of the trio, at least. Right. Uh, for me, he was my least favorite of the three because I hated his head sculpt. It just, it was so kind of warped and kind of cartoony, which is weird to say about a thing that, you know, had such a powerful cartoon. But I could see Ripper starting some stuff, right, in a bar. And Torch, I always liked Torch. I thought Torch was cool. So he was my least favorite, but he had, he's more valuable than the other two. I think Buzzer's a sergeant. Joe Colton. I'm going to agree with Weber on this one. Rack time, Rob. I I think he's at least a sergeant too. Yeah. yeah. And again, I you know I'm finding I'm finding I'm thinking about my picks on on 1985, and I'm just looking through, and I'm just going. There's a lot of there's a lot of sets of characters in this year. Like yes. together, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. That you, where you can't think of one without thinking of one or the other two. And I, I think that you know that's where Buzzer's gonna, you know, yeah. his his friends are gonna end up. I think Buzzer's role in the in the early part of the comics, those mid middle issues, the thirty through the fifties type run. Um, I think that it, like if you had to pick one of them to stand on his own, it would be Buzzer. Yeah, uh, I think he had the most interesting little mini story in Paul Eiler's recent relaunch. Um, so I think there's something there for Buzzer, but I I don't think he's quite a major either. Uh, I think I think he's a sergeant too. Yeah, I, I thought that was going to be a much bigger fight than it wound up being. I, I think the fight might be with the other two. Okay, mm. all right. Well, we'll get there. Uh, next up is Cobra Commander in his hood. I could have put him last year, but I put him with this year um, because I in my head I said, "Hey, yeah, he came on a card. He never showed up on a card. No, no." No, Mike, you're dumb. So we're just going to go ahead and drop him on the general line because that's where the other one was, and really this looks just as iconic. Yeah. yeah. And this look wasn't any worse, right? Well, like, it's the same figure, just different color. Yeah. Well, a different head, right? Yeah. Re repaint with a new head. There you go. And as the series went on, this became the de facto look for Cobra Commander. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, in the comics, at least, you know. Yep. Yeah. Cartoon. And the figures, too. Yeah. Cartoon pretty well split time, and I think as... As animation progressed, the the animation got away from the hood. But um, but yeah, it, I mean, you can't. I'm not. I'm not knocking hooded Cobra Commander down a peg because it, it's still no, no. I mean, that was I. I, I kind of like that figure a little bit better just because of the darker blue. Yeah, it's it's just as iconic. And we love hooded Cobra Commander. We do. Was there in the comments earlier. What's up, HCC? He's all right. Yeah, he's he's, the he's better if he's still there. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the timestamp was in the way. It looked like you were flipping them off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it did. Inky, Blinky, Pinky, and Cobra Commander. <laughs> it'd be Inky with a. It'd be Inky with like the uh, like the suit that the brain would walk around in on Pinky right. and the Brain. <laughs> so that's who Clyde was. Who's Cobra Commander? Who knew? Who knew? But, uh, okay, let me get back to that screen there. Okay, so coming up next, Crankcase. Uh, the most notable thing about Crankcase is he died. He died. Um, he's from Indiana. He, he's from Indiana. He's, his mustache game is on point. I don't think he's from Indiana. I think his name is Elwood, Indiana. Yeah, that's Ooh, right. That's right. Is that? Oh, yeah. Where's he from? I forget, uh, but it's, so, it's not Indiana. 
Comments help us out. Someplace cranky. Yeah. I think he's like Nebraska or something. But yeah, the, the most notable thing about this guy, he's a great figure. For a vehicle driver, crankcase is great, right? I don't want to take away from the figure itself. Oh, right. that's cool. Yeah. Elwood G, Indiana is his <laughs> name. Thank you. Where's he from? Lawrence, Kansas. Kansas. Ah, he's a Jayhawk. Mike, you make you make a good point though, because I remember when I got this guy, and obviously with the striker, I'm like, cool. He comes with a helmet and a pretty bitchin' rifle. Right. Yeah. Right. He had no right to have a rifle that cool. How's right. he gonna fire that thing? He's a driver. But cool. he had, uh, he had pretty, why not? He, he did get some some word balloons in the in the Marvel comic, and he got absolutely. Well, next to no run on on the Sunbow cartoon. You see him a couple times, uh, but he never has an actual role in things. His uh, most he, iconic word balloon in the comic was "ow." ow. <laughs> 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 that sucks. Yup. I remember Duck. him and Roadblock had a funny exchange in one issue. I remember, but I don't remember where, where, where it was. I think it was the Cobra Civil War. Crankcase yeah. put Crankcase puts the awe in Saw Viper. So I, I think we have our first private from 1985. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Named dog, Indiana. <laughs> We're named the dog, Indiana. Everybody everybody, do your bad Sean Connery now. I like that dog. I like that Indy. <laughs> Next. no, And then nobody does the impression. No. Okay, whatever. We're not here to dance for you. Asshole. Dance my face. <laughs> right. Next up is the Crimson Guardsman. Uh, first premiered with uh, Flint, Lady J, and Shipwreck back in uh, Pyramid of Darkness cartoons. Um, uh, no, Revenge of Cobra. Reve I'm sorry, yes. I always do that, but Revenge of Cobra. Look at the t-shirt correct in the class. God. Right? Put his name on the board, Racktime Rob. But anyways, um, he's a very popular troop builder, even though he's not a character himself per se. There have been other important characters that have been Crimson Guardsmen, however. Mm -hmm. And I, I think we got to play. Kind of represents them all, right? Like it, it like Fred Seven is a Crimson Guardsman. Uh, Professor Apple is a Crimson Guardsman. So there's, there's important. Wade Collins. Wade Collins is a Crimson oh, Guardsman. So there's, there's all kinds of important supporting characters that were Crimson Guardsmen. Elon Musk. Racktime Rob, he probably is. Racktime Rob, give us get us started on the Crimson Guardsman. My favorite troop builder. Uh, every every time in the comic, something sneaky and underhanded was going on. It always started with the Crimson Guard. So they really had something that I wish they had really done more of in the comic was play them up to just be the 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 underground network and the really dangerous part of Cobra because it's silently undermining the very fabric of society. I would, I think I got to go major. Matt Rubin reminds scoop in the Deke series. Fic fictional Titanic event that that was, but still he is right. Yeah. I'm going to thank I Matt. mean, they're cannon fodder in the Deke series, in the, uh, in the cartoon, but I'm for gonna... the most part. Every gonna, once in a while, you know, there'll be some guy undercover. He's a Crimson Guardsman, but I'm not going to thank Matt for reminding us of the Deep series. <laughs> and down, yo. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think they got to go major. Mark Weber. Yeah, he's. I mean, for a guy without any identity, right, or multiple identities, 
this guy's so rock solid, it's ridiculous, right? Almost every iteration of Joe uses the Crimson Guard and doesn't change them much at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's damn near perfect. So yeah, major for me, which is super high praise for a troop builder, right? Yeah. Right. We, yeah. Have, we have not been particularly kind to troop builders. No. No, and they have their role. They have their place. Right. And this, this is really, though, this is really like the first year you get a lot of troop builders. Yeah, and this and this guy is top of the heap. Where you start right? to get a lot of variety in them. But yeah, he's, he, these guys are different. These guys he's are the different. best troop builder, isn't he? He's my favorite. He's and I think the one with the best story and the most potential. Well, and I like that almost all the Cobra guys are all dark or black or dark blue or whatever. And this guy's br- not bright, but crimson red. Mm-hmm. Like, and they sound ominous. Yeah, and maybe that was crimson crazy. guard. Just sounds great. Yeah. Joe Cole, and, you have anything to add here? Uh, I was I was debating between major and sergeant, and I looked in like the 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 bullpen here was very split down the middle as well. So. Uh, it's a, he's a unique troop builder. So yeah, I'm, I'm good either way. Yeah. I gotta go major. I'm with, I'm with the fellas. So okay. it's about time for a female crimson guard. If you ask me, but I'm telling you, Oh yeah. I mean, I know there's been a couple in the comics. There was cadet Deming. I don't know. Well, in the recent run of the comics, there was the, you know, from snake hunt was yeah. uh, Laura three, Something, something. Whatever. Three, yeah. Laura 316. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Glass breaking. What? They, they, uh, Larry, bless his heart, has, I think he's just started calling her Laura now. Because we don't, we don't, we can't remember numbers. It's, the whole fan base is too old for that sort of thing now. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to push out a lot of snake hunt, but anyway. Right, but uh, yeah, I think I think because of all of the individual characters that were Crimson Guardsmen mm-hmm. and were important to the the various parts of the GI Joe mythos, I think Major is is an easy sell there. But uh, moving forward, up next, Dusty, 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 the traitor, Dusty. Spoiler, right? Too soon, man. Too <laughs> spoiler soon. for a. 38 year old show. 35 year old show. I got on the DVD, man. Um, so we got a good look at Dusty in those two episodes. Uh, we got an occasional good look at Dusty in the comic books. Um, but on the whole, kind of a guy who who didn't get a whole lot of spotlight. I've got him somewhere in that sergeant or corporal line. Somebody convince me where to go. I Mark- would go sergeant because I think the, the stories. The stories where Dusty took a focus, you know, he was a he was a big deal on that. A lot of times he's part of a group, but he's kind of an important part of the group at that moment. Mm-hmm. I like that they introduced a desert trooper. Very cool. Yeah. And the figure's great, despite that $150 bipod. Uh, <laughs> but, but he is so bland. And there's no doubt why they chose him to be the traitor guy because nobody knew anything about him or cared anything specifically for him. So who's a who's a tabula rasa? Who's something we can uh, who's something we can uh, put this on and it'll it'll define him, give him a little flavor. I I like the figure. I kind I guess I could say I like the character. There's just not much there. He's a corporal to me. I think he's better than the other two corporals. 
but I don't think he was as important as Alpine or stinking bazooka. I think he's as important as Alpine. Yeah, I think you he's think? more important. I, I think than he bazooka. gets as much play as Alpine does. <laughs> Could we put him at sergeant and drop bazooka to corporal? Yeah, I'm yeah, I okay hate with. That. <laughs> hate that guy. Nah. I would I would put him on the sergeant line. I I'm inclined to to agree. I I think the uh, he had the Neil Ross factor on the cartoon, mm-hmm. right? Like that was that was a guy who they knew was a great actor, and so they threw a lot at him, whether it was Dusty or Shipwreck, or or even Thunder on occasion. Um, they knew Neil Ross would be able to pull it off. So I think I think Dusty's uh, Sunbow spotlights, and there were a couple, uh, push him to the sergeant line. But he also got some run in a couple little uh, special missions issues. Um, he was there for the the death of Mangler. Um, he was there. He even he even got a little bit of run uh, during the uh, the benzene battle of benzene. Yeah. Yes, and and so I think I think Dusty's just a guy who he he's important. He's not he's not major important, but he's sergeant important. No no vehement denials. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to die on the dusty hill. <laughs> the hill is already dusty, Mark. Yeah, it's fine. That brings us to the Cobra Eel. A uh, fantastic figure, uh, yeah. kind of a mm. kind of a nothing burger in terms of what they did. Yeah, um, they showed up and looked cool. So they came swimming by, and yeah, I mean, best, doing it, but yeah, best of the Cobra divers. But in terms of of characters and and how what what they influence, do we have anything here? Do we have a private or somebody? Somebody talk me out of private now. He, I mean, he didn't do anything, but he looks no. awesome. Yeah, it came with so much stuff, right? Like, yeah, when I yeah, saw I mean, them the one, on the, the screen, one saving grace excited. that would bump the eel up would be he looks damn cool, but yeah, yeah. he's great. I, he's too good to be just in private, even though they never did much. Yeah. I figured that good can't be down there with the bottom feeder. <laughs> I concur. When I saw the eel come on screen, like, like the group of them, like, swimming, I was like. This is going to be interesting. Right. Out, of, out of this year's assortment, when I was buying the figures, this was the first one I picked up. When you saw him on the shelf as a kid yeah. with all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Or not, a... got, got his moment. Eels kicked Flint's ass. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Well, to I start, mean, would, and then he kind of turned it around on him. I wouldn't put, I wouldn't put that on a resume. I mean, Flint <laughs> kind of led with the chin. But but the eels are no more important overall than televipers. But come on. They're not on They're the They're really level. cool. Yeah, you know what? Eel I, I think eels might get the corporal run just because they're they're popular for some reason. Because they look damn good. They look great. They're, That's it. they're a corporal because people like them. That's yeah. it. All right. Up next. Plants. We know he's going top two somewhere. Yeah. Uh Mark Weber, talk to me about Flint. Man, I this is a hard one because he's right on that line, right? Yeah. He is he is not quite some of the other general characters, right? He's not Scarlet, he's not Snake Eyes, not quite Duke, but he is not far behind. So if he's on general, he is a low-level general, one-star general, but he's Radio. no lower than a, than a top-level major. Right on that line. I could go either way, but I guess if I had if I had to, and, and that's what you know this is all about. 
I would put him at major. He's a fantastic major. Yeah. But he is not quite the quintessential, you know, jaw-dropping cross-media star that Duke, Snake Eyes, Scarlet, Roadblock are. Joe, Joe Colton, talk to me about Flint. I don't know. I'm, I'm like, I'm torn with Mark. Like, he's really, really good. So I would low general top major. I don't know. I gotta think about that one. All right. We'll come back to you. <coughs> Rack time, Rob. Finished dying. Talk to me about. <laughs> All right. Ooh, hang on. That cough didn't even sound. Nope. I know. He's that good. Um, he never when he got introduced to the comic book he never went away I think it took a little while for him to find his footing but he never went away once he did and he's always been important in yeah most, and he's always been most, important yeah most uh, storylines right he's yeah. never like some background character and you know when it comes to the cartoon I mean uh, two words Bill Redner yeah, yeah. And, and I think I have to go general let, to be clear, I, I liked him more than Duke. Flint's one of my favorite, one of my favorites. Yeah, but Flint all the way. I would never spin that he was more important than Duke or got more run. But no. uh, I, I would say that uh, Flint was very much the poster boy overseas, as the the, the gallery is telling us. I would also say Flint mm -hmm. was a bigger deal for Devil's Due, which was a long run of comic yeah. stories. Yeah, Flint's so, still getting a run. He let yeah. his wife die. Yeah. Let his wife die. Just let his wife die. Yeah. He didn't, what's he going to do? Teleport back and and take bullets? I mean, no. Superman would. Just saying. I mean, Superman would fly the Earth around <laughs> backwards and reverse time, but Flint doesn't have that one in his bag of tricks. I guess not. Um, I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna call back to a, a previous episode, a, and we kind of put Gung Ho on the line of. You know, he was probably a general before, and he's a major now. And that's where he put him, was it major? It's uh, field and gung-ho. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I, I, that that was my deciding factor. I would vote general. I think so. I don't I don't yeah. think he's he's outranking too many in the general class. Mm -hmm. but, but I think he's a general. Low-level yeah. general. Yeah. Ain't a, ain't a bad place to be. No, no, but still a general. Still there. Boom, you're welcome, Bill. Boom, shakalaka. Next up. <laughs> Next up is is that that monster with his brute strength footloose. <laughs> and if you want to know what I'm talking about there, go watch our our, our tune talking episode with Michael Mercy over on his channel. Uh, or just footloose. watch the opening credits to the 85, you know, cartoon. Right, right. We were we discussed yeah. Footloose's role in the opening credits of, of the G.I. Joe cartoon. Uh, but Footloose here is uh, another guy who who didn't get a ton of run. He got a little bit on on Sunbow, not much in the in the comic book in the states. Was for some reason a big deal overseas. Again, I think it was because they knew nothing much was being done with Footloose in the states. So hey, let's go with Footloose. Um, but not much since. So I got Footloose as, as one of the many headed corporal that is going to wind up taking charge of this list. Yeah. Anybody? Fine. I, I should have liked him more because I like the authentic military guys, but it's a good figure. Yeah. Aside from the, the crotch, which is for a 12 inch figure. You but... are you are incorrect. Mm. 
I mean, you can say that. Don't make it so. He's got a belt on, and there's a there's flaps under the belt. Come on. And he's and he's also got those little elastic Velcro things to help hold it on. So, uh, well, look, man, he wants to be secure on the battlefield. We all do. Nobody <laughs> wants can, to drop trowel in the middle of the battle. <laughs> you can depends on Footloose. Right. <laughs> but I I think Footloose ultimately got got too much run on Sunbow to be a yeah. private. Man, that's fine. He's better than Crankcase, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, he's better than he's, the Stinger driver. If you got if you got one line, you're better than Crankcase. He was just kind of bland to me. I didn't like the code name and the diaper bothered me. He that's, is from Indiana. He is, yes, from Gary. His name is Lee Kansas. <laughs> Larry Kansas. <laughs> Larry P. Kansas. Okay. And that brings us to Frostbite. Another great figure. Great figure. <laughs> great, great driver figure. Yeah, the cool, cool scope on his gun. He came with the snowcat, which was badass. And he's totally a private. Yeah. <laughs> Later on, though, they make, a, they make him a redhead, and that guy's a corporal. Yeah. <laughs> the same. Wow. Tiger Force uh, Frostbite is, is a corporal. Okay, sure. Why not? But in the meantime, regular strength. Frostbite going right <laughs> yeah. down here, unless anybody has any problems going once, going no. twice. No, but he's that, gonna, he kicks the snot out of Crankcase. That, uh, that 13th figure that the club made to him, you know, years ago, so much better than it has any right to be for a, <laughs> a character like Frostbite. Right, right. A great figure. Yeah. A highlight out of all the figures they ever did. Yeah. I mean, Frost, Frostbite's neat, but. Just for whatever reason, yeah, it's, didn't stick with the fans. Didn't uh -uh. get the line on the cartoon. Yeah, yeah, an episode that had frostbite for a couple seconds. Yeah, um, you know, it never uh, helped in the cartoon when the snowcat pulls up and there's frostbite. Oh, and then there's eight more snowcats. Other guys can drive too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The snowcat was a much bigger deal than frostbite was. Right. What are you? I'm the snowcat driver. Like, doesn't everybody drive a snowcat? Yeah. I mean is it like driving a car? I mean, Destro flies a skystriker, for God's sake. Along the same lines is is Heavy Metal, who uh, you might argue, like Crankcase, the most important mm -hmm. thing he did was die. Yep. Um, even if you go back to the Sunbow run, um, Heavy Metal did have an episode where he was a major character. Um, he was another Neil Ross guy who was there to pontificate in very dramatic fashion at, at Flint when they were leading a failed charge. But even like the episode that focused on the Mauler, Arts and Cannons, even that episode didn't have heavy metal. It's dusty and footloose. Right. So uh, I think we have another entry into the private sweepstakes. Anybody? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If, I'm not he, had, you. if, if he had his damn mic, I'd put him at sergeant. But <laughs> the microphone, he's a major. But with that, no, he's a great figure, too. Again, great figure. Yeah. Nicely detailed, good sculpt. Love the paint. The paint spray is awesome, right? Yeah, That's for the five o'clock cool. shadow. Yeah, yeah. In '87, we'll be back to put Rumbler on the same line. I bet. I wonder. And I've never heard this, but I bet they had to fight to keep that. I'm sure there were some marketers going, "What's going on with his face? I don't like it." Because that's what we do. Yeah. Uh, Matt Rubin asked, "What did we do with Frostbite?" I cut off. I, I, we put him on a private line. He's, he's private. Okay, so that brings us to Admiral Keelhaw. Um, uh, continuing a trend. Yeah, private. Yeah, again, great figure. 
but having a really hard to find gun is his most endearing trade, and that's not at all endearing. He, he uh, great figure that yeah. uh, did not really appear in the comic book ever. Uh, got replaced entirely on the cartoon by Adam. Right. They stole his uh, boat, man. Yeah, like the, the flag is is a big, much bigger star than Admiral Keelhaul is, so he's he's a total non-factor. It's it's ironic to me that mm -hmm. um, perhaps you know the highest ranking of the Joes is is the lowest of privates. Yeah, but I believe my first ever eBay purchase once I was introduced to eBay in its infancy. I'm like, really? Well, goddamn, I never had that uh, Admiral Keelhaul because I never had the the flag, let me type it in. It was like, you know, eight bucks or something back then. Was Done. it the actual one that came with the flag, or was it one of the ones that they had through mail order? I think I was keen enough to get an actual flag one, but regardless, I, my first bite, I was like, I'm in. I can get a, a him for eight bucks. Send it. Joe Colton, what was your first G.I. Joe purchase on eBay? Oh, my God. Uh, eBay? Yeah. No idea? I have no idea. Do you know how many things I buy each week? I mean, <laughs> I'm sure I've seen your house, so yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rack time, Rob. What was your first Joe purchase on eBay? I think maybe Buzzer. Oh. Mine, of course, Slugger with Thunder. There you go. $11. On table. Eleven dollars. Love Thunder. I was a senior in college. Came with size wow. of Slaughter's waist, which is weird. It was strange. It was bizarre. But uh, you want to talk about a diaper. Ooh. Anyways. Yeah, that's true. Especially uh, on Thunder. <laughs> right. He was thunder it's his trust. reason. Loading shells into the, what's his trust? The winner <laughs> and your new United States heavyweight champion. Thunder, Matt Breckenridge. It was championship cumberbund. Bring, brings us to Lady J. Uh, more more Joe royalty. I uh, Honestly... I know she'll forever be linked to Flint, but I think in recent years, mm -hmm. anybody has nosed ahead of Flint in terms of being popular and important. Yeah. Any arguments? No. About to get her own series, right? Right. Yeah. Maybe. Right. Possibly. I mean, at least it's it was tossed out there and developed. She is damn near Scarlet's equal, which is hard to believe, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you consider how, how over Scarlet was forever, yeah, that they, they would introduce another female and have her be different enough and important enough to rival mm -hmm. Scarlet in popularity. And can hold her own as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she, she wasn't a garbage, totally unique character. So. Yeah. So I think Lady J goes right to the top of the line. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. That gets us to the Cobra she Lamprey. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You were going to say Lady J to me. <laughs> you, are, you are Lady J on some level. That was, that was not Lady Joe, actually. But, <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I was just going to say, only female in this year. Just saying. <laughs> There's only one female in every year. Yeah, what? well, later it's, on it. It's yeah, fine. You know, what, like the 2000s? Yeah. yeah. A few but more other, years. Um, and after 87, no more females until, you know, the 90s, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Other Ninja than Covergirl, Covergirl as a character and as a figure, not that big a deal, but the Wolverine, a big deal. Yeah. The girl figures always whipped ass. Like, mm -hmm. and each and were they, unique. Like, mm -hmm. that's why it annoyed me so much when they made Covergirl into Scarlet Light and DDP. 
really bother me. I understand me. that. I that went really to spy school. No, go fix the <laughs> tank. That's why you were on. <laughs> yeah. We liked you because you fixed the tank. Go, should, go build something incredible. They should put her in a two-pack with Hannibal and <laughs> and, and a nondescript spirit. Three oh, packs, three a nondescript Sorry. repaint spirit in there, and you've got a base <laughs> seller. Goodness. That, that one's for Gary. All right. Next up. Next up is the Cobra Lamprey, the Moray driver. Uh, Whatever. God, I love the lamp. I, I love the, the Moray. And really, oh, yeah. the cool boat, cool figure. Yeah, great figure. Got a cool. No boat. impact. Absolutely, absolutely zero. Who love cares? The, love the helmet. Helmet's killing it. Yeah. Oh, that, I, he, I know he drives a fast boat, but that, that life preserver is a little much. <laughs> The May West. <laughs> the way they, and somewhere out there, Cutter's like, that's not that big a life preserver at all. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think he's taking his spot right next to his buddy Keelhaw. Yeah. He's a cool looking private, but he's a private. Yeah. I just again, just not doesn't you ask some you ask Joe Joe fan on the street and they're like, Yeah, Lamprey's cool. And that's the end of the discussion. Yeah. Brings us to quick kick. Hmm. Quick kick, uh, heavily spotlighted in Sunbow for that that first year of the regular series. You never really saw him again. You certainly never heard him again in, in season two. Uh, but um, a lot of the '85 guys take a yeah, they, they just they just disappear. But um, but Quick Kick did get a pretty hefty spotlight. Trouble is with that is that Quick Kick really never got a hefty spotlight anywhere else. Citizen liked him. Yeah, very true. Very but, true. That is something. But that is kind of a, a dark period in Joe Comics for most fans. So. Right, right, right. Um, beat up Snake Eyes. Had him beat up Snake Eyes. Rack time, Rob. Why don't you why don't you give me a, a line on Quick Kick and, and we'll figure I think just because he got such a heavy play in eighty five, he might be a sergeant. Uh because he does have I mean there's some standout things he does in the comic too. Uh, one of which is getting captured, but um, that's true. That's Led true. the league in getting captured, but yeah. it was kind of. A, I mean, it was kind of an interesting storyline, though. So, and and he did uh, he did have a mental breakdown when they killed Doc. Yeah, Not that's all right. He got over it pretty quick by dying himself. By dying. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I I struggle with this. I think he's a guy who kind of rides the line. You could uh, make him sergeant or corporal, and I wouldn't argue. I didn't care for him much. Just he wasn't my. I, I actually liked what they did with him uh, when they put him out in pursuit of Cobra. I, I thought that's really the best quick kick figure because yeah, it, it gave him shoes. Um, but uh, Joe Colton, what's your your thinking here? Corporal. Yeah, I, I mean, I keep coming back to that. I, I look at the guys on that sergeant line. Like, no, yeah. And he's not quite there. I, I don't think he's as important as, as the other three yeah, that we have up there, though. He's he's well, not quite there, but then I look at the guys on the corporal line, and well, he's, no. he's better than them. Better than all of them. Yeah. So he's King Corporal. I, I think uh, just, I think. Mike, I think he's better than the guys on the corporal line. Yeah. He's a low sergeant. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think, I think ultimately, eighty five was his one year, right? 
But yeah, man, what a year. Yeah, I'll give it to him there. What a year. <laughs> it's your only year. That kind of fits. You know, you, you take a look at it and it, that doesn't fit as well as that does. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. I think, he hang, I think he hangs more with this group than, yeah. That brings us to Ripper. Okay. Uh, another Dreadnought. In terms of personality, probably the most indistinct of the, of the original three. In that, uh, if you look, you know, Buzzer had his moments in the comic, Torch had his moments in the cartoon, mm-hmm. and Ripper was just there for both of them. Yeah. So, Mark Weber, what what's your thinking on Ripper? I'm trying to think if there's a Dreadnought, I'd make a private. Maybe Zanzibar down the line, but pretty much, if you're in the Dreadnoughts, yeah. you're kind of your floor is corporal. So that's where I'd put Ripper. Not a whole lot going on. Came with a lot of stuff. Never, he was all, whenever I did anything with my toys as a kid, the Red Docs as a trio were always, they were the free birds, basically, right? Always together, always stirring stuff up. So, yeah, uh, I mean, they, they are a match set, you know, in many ways. Yeah. These so, three guys are a match set. Yeah. So I'll, I'll put a little Bam Bam Gordy here as a corporal. All right. Rack time, Rob. Yeah. I mean, in terms of like their the fact that they're how, how many episodes are the Dreadnoughts on of the year of of the of the series both years, and then the Dreadnoughts got heavy play in the comics, yeah, up until you know about like issue eighty something, which gives them a run of like six sixty issues. Yeah, I almost put them in Sergeant just because I can't see Buzzer, Ripper, and Torch as not... I can't see one without the other two. Yeah, but the Buzzer always had a little bit more going on, I thought. He does. I mean, he's he's definitely he's, he's definitely the... You know, he, he's kind of the guy in charge when Zartan's not there, but, you know. Yeah, he's Michael Hayes. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if he's the greatest guy to be in charge either. I mean, you know, we saw what happened when he stole Zartan's bike. Well, yeah. That, I mean, that's what you like about the Starscream type guys, right? They think yeah. they should be in charge, but you know, they probably shouldn't. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's it's, it's good. It's good, good. Star Starscream's a good analogy. He's he's not as antagonistic. No. But, uh, but he's still but sneaky. He's just, no, he's, yeah. I think I think he'd sell Zartan for a nickel, but you know. Yeah. And then he would sweep you away on his panhead Harley to New South Wales. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, Ripper, are we doing? Are we? Are we doing corporate Ripper here? I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. So you, it, can, you can two for him if you want to save time. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to. Uh, I want to. I want to put him up on the sergeant line. So we got a matching set there, but I can't think of a single distinctive thing Ripper did. I mean, Wasn't other the- rip stuff. Mm-hmm. Wasn't he the first guy with the grape soda line? Wasn't? I don't know. Is that really enough to get off the corporate line? No, no, no. That's where I think it should be. Up next, Shipwreck. And Shipwreck here, uh, big in the Sunbow. Really big in animation in general because he keeps popping back up in uh, Spy Troops and Valor versus Venom and and uh, all his, all these other... You know, he even showed up in Renegades. Uh, 
and then really a, a not much of a factor in in print medium not not in the main the main title by any run um he's popped up in some other ones but uh larry stuff does not have a lot of shipwreck devils no. do had a lot more shipwreck yeah yeah he, he figured in, in the devils do a, a lot more yeah um so what do we have for shipwreck joe colton what do we have for shipwreck Definitely. Uh, I'm Sergeant Major. 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 Yeah. Go with Major. Mark Weber. I like, I like how she started with definitely and then thought about it. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah. but I'm, I'm with her. Major. Not yeah. can't, can't be general. Not that big a deal. No, yeah. no. But, but look at those guys on the sergeant line. Yeah, he's that's absolutely. what I was like. Yeah, he's he's way yeah. he's at least as good as gung ho, you know. Yeah. As, yeah. yeah. Yep, major. And as popular. So yeah. he might other than like Cobra Commander or Crankcase, he's one of the easiest picks here, I think. Yeah. He's like, yep, he's one of those guys, but he's yeah. not the guy, right? Oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah, anything that... in the comics done with him might have put him into a general, but because he's yeah. that big on the cartoon. I didn't like him that much, but he's a big deal. I, I kind of did. I just I liked, liked him that. in the cartoon. Yeah, with his faults and all. Yeah, they gave him a lot of spotlights too. Yeah, again, Neil Ross guy. So let's let's let let's let Neil do some heavy lifting. Yeah. Up next is Snake Eyes. I'm going to go ahead and drop him up here. Yeah. There you go. Then we got a Snow Serpent. Especially that Snake Eyes look. I mean, you know, it's, yeah. it's, we don't we don't have a general line high enough for 85 Snake Eyes. Yeah. Um, uh, so we, that brings us to the Snow Serpent. Uh, real cool army builder again. Yeah, really, really cool figure. Great figure. Um, you would see him when the Cobras were playing in the snow. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't say that they ever did anything particularly distinctive. Yeah. Uh, Mark Weber, you got any thoughts here? He's an eel, basically. He's a great figure that everybody likes that never had much impact. Right. If you remember the file card, he's literally an eel. But anyway, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but yeah, he's a corporal to me because the figure's awesome. No awesome figure is going to sit on the private line for me. I don't care what they did in, yeah. the, in the cartoon and the comic. If it's a fantastic figure, you're getting at least the corporal bump from me. That's that's a really good. Yeah, like I said, just like the eel, he's he's too cool a figure for, to be yeah. a private, even though it's like you know, he's got the impact of a thimble thimble of water in the ocean but right he's he's popular with the fans for reasons that maybe he shouldn't be but there's enough people out there that i think have that as oh that's my favorite that whatever he's he's a corporal great thing great figure you, you talk about snow serpents to fans they know exactly what you're talking about right away okay uh this gentleman in the the dark visor that's starduster and we know where he's going don't we who was first available in 1985 so we got him in here we can just jet him right up to the private line. Right. He just he doesn't have to go very far. Yeah, sure. not much gas in that jetpack, but it'll no, go no. just enough to get you on the back of a cereal box. Yes. Cool, mm-hmm. cool looking figure. Cool figure yeah. for a uh, Frank and Joe, if you will. Um, don't want to don't want to diss the effort there, but never got used in anything. Yeah, no, no media at all. Yeah, it's just. He was, he no was comic, there. no cartoon. I, he got like you know, like little mini comics in the in the cereal box. That was it. 
there to sell cereal. Yeah. Got I'm a, glad that he's a 25th anniversary. I'm glad that he's a cool looking figure because he is a collection breaker, right? For yeah. how expensive he is. He sure is. But at least he looks cool because it would break your soul to drop three bills on a Starduster if it was a bad figure. Yeah. So, and then have to, to, to do three bills to get the other version of him. Right. And then three more bills to get the other version of him. Yeah, one, one's fine for me. Me oh, too. But one, one of the last ones in my collection, actually a gift from a good friend. So I appreciate that. I, I have a Starduster, but he's not complete. Mm. I do not have the visor for Starduster. Oh, the visor's a cool bit. Yeah, it really is. You're only one 82 visor and a sharpen pen away from complete. Yeah, you really <laughs> Look, the 82 visors are tough enough. That's true, too. Okay, so we got the Cobra Televiper up next. Oof. And uh, he's he's the eel and he's the snow serpent, but he's not quite as cool. Right. Because uh, he's got a giant head. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Well, at least there's a reason for him to have a giant head. He's got a lot of stuff yeah, on it. Yeah, Televipers also got used a lot more often. That's true. You but saw Televipers all, all over the comic. You saw them all over the cartoon. They had a purpose. They had a function. They they have that over their counterparts in the eel and the snow serpent course. But what they have and he doesn't, that figure sucks. I don't think it sucks. I think oh, that's no, but it's no, not the level of the eel and the snow serpent. Got no weapon at all. All he's got is like this foghorn, handheld foghorn. <laughs> Whatever a, that thing is. With a tube. It's a communications it looks, jammer. It looks like it shoots confetti. Right? Come on. If and it were the old Batman TV show, it would. Nicholas Adams asked us a superhead. Right. Yes. We, we used to throw he pillows at him. <laughs> throw pillows at that nugget and watch it fall over. <laughs> he sucked. And if you remember, his his modern figure sucked too. With those bad wrists. Like, oh. At least they fit the trouble bubble. They so they did do uh they did do him great in spy troops, though. Um, yeah. And, and I, have those. I don't remember them. For, for anybody who's wondering, we do have the Superhead bit on our TikTok feed, so go ahead and go like us there. That's that's something new we're trying. Best Shiny comment head. ever. Might be best comment ever. Oh Superhead. my god. Just <laughs> the ballad of Superhead. Oh. Oh my goodness. I, I'm gonna, I gotta go corporal here, guys. Mm-hmm. Anybody talk me out of it? No. I will. That figure sucks. I don't think got, it sucks. Tell, you it, got Televiper for your birthday and pretended you were okay with it. Nobody went, ooh, I'm getting that guy. When did I get a Televiper? I know I had a Televiper. I had a Televiper for a long time before Ragtime Rob got one. It was a gift. I guarantee it was a Probably. gift. Probably. No kid picked that off the peg on purpose. Unless they had everybody else. Those I mean, rich kids. He looked sufficiently evil. So yeah, He did look like a cobra. With his confetti cannon? Bah. Up next is Tollbooth. Tiger Force Tollbooth? Tiger Force no. Tollbooth is a general, but regular <laughs> booth. Uh, I mean, he showed up on the cartoon a couple times. We know what he sounded like, uh, but I don't think we ever saw his legs. He was there. Here's, here's every here's every line ever. Here we go, Slick. <clears throat> Ready to drop that bridge. He, he was like a centaur. He was just <laughs> body sticking out of that tank. A cyborg bridge layer. It was a it just. I I love I love Tollbooth. I love the bridge layer, but he is right at home next to his. Yeah, yeah. Man, such 
so many great figures on that private line. Just uh, breaks my heart, but they did nothing with them. Granted, there was a lot going on above that private line. Mm-hmm. You can tell what Tolbert there's always, there's always something fun going on below the private line. <laughs> you can tell what Tolbert's thinking right now. Hey, that guy sucks right above me. How come he gets to be a corporal? Yeah, they gave him a job. That's what they're doing. He, he wasn't a centaur. He works construction, man. He That's had legs. Work. <laughs> so now let's get to Torch. Uh, on the cartoon, Torch was kind of the, the buzzer role. He was the, the dreadnought that, that Zartan would occasionally give responsibilities to or would occasionally show initiative on his own. Um, I'll, I agree with Mark. I thought he was the coolest looking of those first three. Oh, yeah. yeah. Certain, I, I also thought he had the best dreadnought weapon in a, in a, you know, a cutter flamethrower, however you wanted to play it. Um, I don't know. I think the most made maxi weapon is Ripper's rifle with the bay. like Ripper's rifle. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give credit for that. Um, but I, I think he was, I think he was more than Ripper. I don't think he was quite as much as buzzer. So that, that makes this difficult for me. I think if he's a, I think if Ripper's a corporal, I think Torch is a corporal. Yeah, yeah I, agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. Buzzer's the lead, and the other two are supporting cast. Buzzer's a little bit more. Yep. Comes with a pizza cutter. Yeah. Kind of. Corporal Torch, come on down. <laughs> he, he called the cops right away when a bar fight broke out. Right there. <laughs> there you go. We'll stop the bar fight, gets him down to Corporal. That is a great episode. Dreadnoughts really? don't want any part of a bar fight. That's not right. what they're there for. That is an entertaining episode. Lights, Camera, Cobra is one of the best. One of the absolute best. So, yeah, I, I guess. I, I mean, I I tend to think Sergeant, he's not quite as as big as as the other guys in the Sergeant line. But I think, again, he had just that little nudge more. But you know what? I'm outvoted. So I'm going to go ahead and going to go ahead and drop him on a corporal line. Not, not that we aren't running long already, but uh, our our pal Nick Adams is back with a superhead update. Oh my God, superhead update! Here we go. Superhead wanted me to tell you that he'd grown into his big ass balloon head, but I told him that wasn't the story of triumph he thought it was. <laughs> well, there's the second best comment. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we love you, Superhead. <laughs> do, you, do they? Do you still call him Superhead? That's what I want to yeah. Oof, that's tough. Is he in your phone as Superhead? Right. <laughs> we'll save this. For, we'll save this for a little bit. We're we we are running long. We got a couple left to do, and Mark's got apparently just a shit ton of stuff to, to share tonight. Oh, so. I swear you are. I mean, Joe already broke the seal. Yeah, but you don't you don't go through the forbidden door very often. Very nice. Sometimes. Once in a while. So then we got, uh, I got listening fun tripwire. I was going to drop him right here next to his pal. I didn't even know that figure existed back then. Wow. (laughs) I had, I had to include him. But fair. Yeah. Yeah. To include him. Had to do it. Truth in advertising, they could have just left it at listen. Yeah. Yeah. Hurtful, (laughs) but fair. Uh, See, I would have said it was more like fun and you couldn't help but listen because it was so loud. So that gets us to uh, Tomax and Zamot, the twins. I like that they are together on a card for you. I, mean, I, I, I had to put work into this. This is our graphics department uh, busting it. 
Um, I I have them as majors. Yeah, I think so. I think they're definitely you're definitely a big deal, but they're not as big a deal as like Destro and the Baroness. Yeah, or Zartan. Everybody good? Yeah. Cool. All right. All right. There we have it. There is the definitive character tier list. No changes. For 1985. I am saving that bad boy. It's funny you think of 85. We were pumping it as this great year. There's a lot of bottom feeders there, though. There is There's a lot figures. of vehicles that year. I mean, there. I mean, looking at every one of those figures is a uh, it's a vehicle driver. Other than the televiper. Yeah. Well, you know, it listed in fun tripwire. <laughs> so bad. Listen to fun tripwire. I mean, is there like, you know, like raw recruit level? I mean, just. Dude, and he's got one of the hardest to collect file cards because it's like a postage stamp off the back. Like, he didn't get a full file card or anything. It just sucks. So people will drop a hundred bucks on like a two This by little two smidge square. of a, yeah, the size of a flag point. Yeah. All right. There it is. Dumb except people no, will drop a hundred bucks on it. Except no substitutions. It's legit. And uh we will uh <laughs> see they they agree with us. Listen, maybe fun is questionable. That's it. <laughs> Listen and eh, tripwire. Neither. <laughs> Why is he orange and pink? Yeah, he should have been neon green. Well, he wasn't that neon. He was military. We have, we have upset Bones, the PhD yeah. candidate, with the slander towards Televiper. And I agree, Mark. You're a little out of line. I think you need to apologize. For what? For him sucking? I, I think you tipped. Oh, my God. You tipped over the Televiper superhead a little too often. Oh, no. Here come the Televipers. Oh, they're going to shoot confetti at me. Uh. And say bad, they say nasty things about me inverted on their goggles. Uh, Phil needs, says he really needs to go back and retake some of those photos. Yes, you do, Phil. Get to work. Uh, I, I hope we've done this every time. I know we have at least one other time. But these photos all come from 3D Joe's, and they were all taken by our, our good friend Biff McConkeydonk, Phil Donnelly. That's right. Uh, so lot, lots of work being put in on the back end that I can steal and pretend that I'm doing real work on my side. So, Phil, thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah. Um, again, you are the unsung hero of, of the G.I. Joe fandom. Phil doesn't get credit for the phenomenal photography work, photography work he does because most photos are taken from him on some ride at Disneyland. Yeah. So, yes, he's just just steady hand. Yeah. yeah. He's often he's often knocking children in the head with the huge telephoto lens. Yeah, Here's me on the Incredicoaster. Oh, this giant head. This giant superheads. Yes. <laughs> Those t-shirt cannons killed Bob Flanders. Right. <laughs> are bad guys. <laughs> oh my Frank. god! <laughs> god uh, Mark, we'll let you hit cleanup on this one because you, I think you've got the most. Oh, I, yeah. got a lot of, I got a lot of good stuff. So you're hitting clean up. You're hitting clean up. Oh, Ragtime Rob, you're leading us off. What, what we got? All right, uh, Joe related. I got one comic book, uh, but then I, I got other superhero stuff. That's fine. Tell us. Yes, Ooh. I got a Falcon with a better costume than the original one. 
Il Falcone. Il Falcone. I, I got a Hobgoblin. Nice. nice. I got my favorite Marvel's... Uh, I got my favorite Spider-Man C-list villain, the Shocker. Oh. And... That's a rude surprise. Yeah. Right? Black costume Spidey. Oh, nice. With a big there was a, a nice figure. With a big there was a, across the sigil. There was a glare which hid the yeah. chest cut. Me making the joke and Joe Colton piling on got Mark. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Somewhere Bokeem Woodbine is proud of you. <laughs> what else you got, Rob? Oh, uh, that's it. All right, you're dead to us. Joe Colton, what'd you get in? Um, I did not get anything in this week. Nothing. I did buy stuff, but not not Joe stuff. Star Trek stuff. You got anything cool? I got those. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw. They're like Portuguese handmade uh, boots that are gonna be for Strange New Worlds. They're about four hundred dollars. Wow. <laughs> I dropped. I dropped those today, and then I bought a Leku headpiece for a new costume. And I thought I was high rolling just signing up for the MLB TV package. Jesus. (laughs) Do these $400 boots have room for your big toe? They do. I had to go a size up. (laughs) It's going to be a a specifically for the European size. Yeah. Yeah. So if I was at the Star Trek Con, they would be $350 right now. But because I'm not, I had to pay the extra forty bucks. Yeah, so oh. yeah. I, I, listen, the 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 about like trying to budget if I should go or not. It would have been like a thousand dollars to go, and then four hundred more dollars because I wouldn't be able to like resist those boots. Yeah. So I just bought the boots and didn't go to the con. That's it. I'm looking <laughs> at Philip Donnelly's latest comment, and I, all I was thinking is. Hey, Kettle, the pot's calling you. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> There's a line in Suicide Kings when he's bought uh, shark skin boots. And he goes, well, how much? My wife's mad because I bought these shark skin boots. How much do they cost you? Four or it goes a thousand. And he goes, his buddy goes, dollars? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At least yeah. it wasn't that. I debate. Well, so before they, they came out with the price, the, the site, um, it's... It's Fluvog, like it's a very specific brand of shoe, and so they're only doing a like a pre-order, and it's probably going to be a limited release. So, but I was telling Wes, I was like, should I get them? Should I not get them? And he was like, oh my god, like for, for, for <laughs> why they're ugly? <laughs> you know, the What's on Joe Mine T-shirt is available for just twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, at What's on Joe Mine Swag Store, and that is. Yeah. That is linked down below. Just slap a Starfleet pin yeah. on that, and they're good to go. I got to be honest here. Fluvog sounds like a dresser from Ikea. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. And But I'm so proud of you for rationalizing this, that you got those boots for $600 off. Yeah. Right? You saved 600 bucks on those boots. And that's incredible. Well, it was either going and then spending just as much. Say I didn't get the boots. Say I got a bunch of other stuff, I would have spent as much money as like the between two and three hundred dollars easily. Not, not, not to mention all the other crap you would have bought. Right, yeah. like autographs. So, like um, photos. Thirteen, fifteen. All that liquor that uh, Kieran Reese was going to pump into you. Oh my God! Yes. So I'll, I'll go ahead and jump in. <laughs> Four hundred dollar uh, figure. No, 
Oh, I got a flash. And I got him for a pretty good price. And he even had the, the mail away red back file card. Uncut. So that's pretty good right there. That, that's, that's cool. That's what gave it the value. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I am a rare breed. I am a disciplined eBay buyer. I have lines that I do not cross. And if something that cool is going to come in under that line, I'm, I'm going to do my best to get it. So oof. was he 82 or 83? 83. 83. So I'm, I'm guessing it was the, not, not the catalog version, but the mail away provided that this is the file card that actually came with this figure, the mail away from, from 83, 84, or from 84, 85, that, that run there. Um, so Mark Weber, we've cleared out a big chunk in a catalog. I mean, if in 83, yeah, maybe, maybe Mark Weber. Yeah. Ignore oh, time, Rob, tell us what you got. It was a good week. So, uh, I'm collecting some of these Marvel figurines. Uh, some of them are for my daughter and she likes female heroes better. So here's uh Polaris. Nice. From the X-Men. I like it. Very green, very evil. Uh, one Joe this week and it was, uh, Luke's Toy Box, who is doing the new sculpt heads. Yeah, the, the head. Vintage show figures. He's got a torpedo coming out that has, it's still got the pullover uh, thing. It's the wet. got the mask off. Yeah, but the mask is off, and I only have my original torpedo. So, got me a complete torpedo from a fan. Uh, nice. Dime 20 bucks, right? Wow, like, not bad. On. And he's, he's good. He's not floppy, nothing. So, yeah. pretty, pretty happy about that. I almost bought this shirt as an impulse buy, and then I went, I'm never going to wear that shirt. But they had the graphic as a sticker for five bucks. So here's Ronick making superfan number 99's head bleed, <laughs> which is a great bit from Swingers if you haven't seen it. So very proud of that $5 purchase rather than the $20 shirt I would never wear. Uh, and then for my buddy, it's not for me. Because there's two mm -hmm. things wrong with this figure. A, what it's based on, and B, the character it is. Mm -hmm. But my buddy Chris, who won't be watching this, we, we what, he's like my only buddy who we do, still do birthdays for. He always gets me something. I always get him something. So coming up for him, that's right. It's the ultimate warrior from Masters of the WWE Universe. And my favorite <laughs> bit here, they're not even pretending like this is for kids. Highly articulated. Can you pull it back a little bit? There you go. I'll, I will. Uh, let me. I'll blow up Mark's. Oh yeah. Yeah. Blow him I'm up. I'm already blowing it up. Highly articulated for power posing. Wrong person. What? I I can't control that till it's done. Thank you, dear. They're not even kidding that a kid might want this, right? This is just no, 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 no kid wants that. Come get it, fanboys. All right, fine. Uh, so it's He-Man, which sucks, and the Ultimate Warrior, who sucked. But my buddy Chris is going to do <laughs> what it. What is wrong with you today? Chris is angry. Stop, so angry. Stop me when I tell a lie, right? Oh. So, but, but I mean, rock solid is this guy right here. Love a boost! Right? <laughs> and while we're uh, while we're in the uh, in the mood here, let me. Oh God. What is happening? Me, uh, is this a new, is this a new show? Let me get the cosplay going here. Hold on. One more. Start the dollar bills. It still fits. Come on now. That would be for the reverse action. No. Oh. No. Put it now on. We're talking. 
Nice. Right? Can you lift your arms? Okay. I mean, it, it must have been difficult to letter at a school that had 18 people. Oh. Hi, you look, off, you look awfully sharp sharp in that letter jacket there, Arch. Are you in a jughead stopping by the Dude, chocolate shop later? I'm not even <laughs> embarrassed that I put this on. I wanted this a letterman jacket so bad, and it was I had to wait till junior year to get it. And so I wore it pretty much every day. Wow. Like loving it. And it's did still, they have a hat that goes with it, or did that no, not fit your head? Are, are there letterman <laughs> hats? No. I think so. Not maybe in Canada. I Is don't that know. a Canadian yeah. thing? Maybe you get a, uh, a tooth. They get they get Letterman denim jackets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so anyway, you can finish off your tuxedo in school spirit. <laughs> and they always add a U. Whatever letter the school is, they're just going to throw a U in there too, just because. So for all my fellow lava bears out there, continue uh, with your personal responsibility and daily effort. And for all you Mountain Dew Cougars out there, suck it. Oh my god. Mama Bears! <laughs> That's it. Oh my, my god. Why don't you go ahead and carry us into shout outs there, Mark Weber? Uh well, uh tell us what uh, you let's, next week. Let's give a shout out shout out to James, uh, who wears his shoes backwards at school because we're digging that. Um and yeah, we're uh next late next week. Uh, I'm going across the pond. Never been to Europe before. Going to go check out London. So, if you need a good pub, let me know. Who doesn't, right? But one on every corner. Yeah. So we'll be. uh, If you want a good one, (laughs) doing a couple. (laughs) We're doing a couple shows. We're doing uh, uh, some Harry Potter stuff. It's fine. Uh, And we were going to go. We're going to go to a Premier League game. And I checked with the British coaches in the area because I wanted to go to Millwall. No, you don't. Because look up Lion of Millwall. No, you don't. And that's what they all said. Well, as as a person who lived in London, no, yeah. you don't. <laughs> they, said, they said, bruv, you're not taking your family to Millwall. So we're going to Tottenham. You're awfully light, you're awfully lightly armed for Millwall. Yeah, the supposedly the nicest stadium over there. So yes. Tottenham. You'll like it. It's really pretty. Let's go Hotspur. Uh, Matt Rubin has a question. Is that a person or a pup trying to sneak into Mark's screen? It's a dog. Is it? Is she available to be for introduction for our folks? So here's the part where I chase the dog in my Letterman's jacket and come up empty-handed. Uh, yeah, forget that then. Don't worry about it. Right. It's too late. I don't think she's going anywhere. This is him chasing her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear you complain about the dog again, Mark. You want to watch the dog for a week while I'm in London? No. <laughs> Nobody yes. else does. No. Bring the dog with you to, uh, you know. Wherever I mean, you the, could. Wherever the South Bronx of London is. All right, I'm back. All right. So, uh, again, the, the fans wanted to know, Mark. Right. Oh, and let's give a shout out to Derek Weber, who's hanging out on the stairs. Come on. Come on. Come on. Oh, oh. More. More. Every, every week they, they hide. We should play the Merv Griffin thing. Yeah. Oh, there he is. <laughs> there goes the cat, too. Uh, the whole gang's here. Wow. Wow. In it's a drive-by. Right? 
count the count the toes on the cat. That kid right there is rock solid market wise. And when he was a baby, he had a uh, he had a uh, a towel with a hood on it, like most babies should. And the, one of the first things I taught him to say, I would say, "I am a Jedi." And he would say, "Like my father before me." <laughs> they had a giant head that you'd throw pillows at, and that's true. <laughs> Super head. Mark, if you get a chance, go to Oxford. Okay. You will not be disappointed. All right, have you made time to to get to Fording Bridge? Right, not yet, but uh, got you got to get the the travel agent on that one. Right now, now that it's out there, if I go to if I go to London and don't go see the UK office of what's on Joe Mind, exactly, you will be you'll be disbarred. Yeah, well, I mean, like I'm in control of much. Come on. <laughs> I'm the trophy husband. I'm there to carry bags. That's fair. It's okay. Wes is the same way. Right? Nothing wrong with that. We have our uses. Rack time, Rob. Who are we shouting out to? We are shouting out the New York uh, Yankees. Winners yeah. of opening day today. That's right. That How are the Jays doing? Do you know? My mom's watching. They probably lost. Who knows? Yeah. They're Hopefully playing against they Texas. Oh it's, well, Texas. So they probably won. Yeah. Keep, keep but, it you know we get we're running out of time. Keep it rolling. Yep. And uh, let's see. I've been off all week, so you know I got nobody else. All right. There you go. Joe Colton, who we shout out. Uh, I'm gonna give a shout out to Maggie, who almost lost her cat in the floor. Awesome. Um, and Julie and I ran over there. So uh, shout out to Julie. And then <laughs> Maggie's boyfriend Tyler drove up two hours. And just after like four hours of us trying to get her, he just called her name and her head popped up. And so that's fucking that's how cats, saved the cat. <laughs> that's how cats work. So no. shout out to Tyler. Random. Yeah, no, if that if you wanted to know how cats work, it would have been Tyler would have shown up right as the cat popped out and then called her name and she would have ducked back under the floor. Again. Yeah. That's how cats work. He was screaming like Julie and I had left. And we were walking down the hallway, and you could hear him screaming the cat's name. And then when we got down, we got a message uh, and said, we got her out. And I was like, oh, my God. So, fine. Uh, who else you got, Joe Colton? Uh, the wrist lock. He's made dinner a couple times this week because I've been working late. And he's awesome. And um, to my plants who are now sprouting. All right. Awesome. Plants. First time we've got fl a Flora shout out. <laughs> I'm give, a, give a quick shout out to our, our good friends at Kokomo Toys for continuing to sponsor our program. We'll sing the theme song in the quick version. Kokomo, Kokomo. Kokomo, Kokomo. Toys. We're going to lose sponsorship because you're too cool for the sponsors. No, it's not that I got an email. That doesn't matter. That doesn't make you special. Doesn't I know. I'm sorry. Kokomo Toys is awesome. Go to their store. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, give a shout out to everybody watching tonight. Thank you so much for joining us here in the, in, in the live stream, in the team stream, if you will. Uh, remember, if you're watching us on Facebook, give us some kind of reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. Somebody gave us a little angry face. That's fine, too. Oh, Andrew Garrison did that, so that's fine. Just uh, be honest. We like Andrew Garrison, so he, we know his angry is, is not real. Great. Um, we also, if you're watching us on, on YouTube, of course, like the channel, subscribe to the channel, 
share the video or in your various social media circles. It's the only way to keep growing things. Uh, we're a product of the energy that you put into it. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, we we enjoy that you think of us as your your number one stop for GI Joe discussion on the the World Wide Web's. I want to give a shout out to my hosts, Racktime Rob, Woo-hoo. the Honcho Mark Weber, the Shark, Love Boy. the Shark. <laughs> of course, Colton. She'll wear that over in London. God, right? Be very American when you go over. Just oh, absolutely. <laughs> Although I might fit in, right? A lot of redheads over there. I mean, just you'd have to get yourself a twelve-gallon hat. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> My head is going to be a problem. <laughs> They'll throw pillows at you until you tip over. I'll go to the Tottenham and say, hey, you got anything in an eight? And they'll be like, crying. <laughs> Crikey. It's like... No, it's Australian. Oh, it is. It is. Never mind. I'm tired. It's late. What can I tell you? They'll be like, in our what, governor? <laughs> Hello. Actually, it might have to be a nine because, you know, European sizes run smaller. Ooh, that's a good point. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, I plan on silly walking like John Cleese everywhere at, at your local haberdasher. Right. That'll help you fit it. Yeah, sure help. But uh, for my co-host, as as we just shouted out to a moment ago, that's going to wrap it up for this week's edition of What's on Joe Mind. Uh, I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. Be sure to uh, stay safe if you can't be careful. Uh, keep yourself out of harm's way as best you can. Uh, COVID's almost done. It's really taking a step back, but let's let's continue to be safe. Um, uh, if you're heading out to one of the great shows that we highlighted earlier today, mask up, keep your distance, do your best, and uh, thanks to everybody for watching. Continue to uh, we'll we'll see you. Actually, we won't see you next week. We're taking next week off for Easter. You're out next week, unless if something big happens in the news, we might pop in with a little something. But no no team stream next Friday. Uh, you all have a book report due. Um, as far as what you did with your Friday night instead. Two pages, front and back. We're counting on it. We, w- we will be graded. Um, but uh, again, for my co-host, Rob, uh, Joe, and Mark, I'm Mike Irizarry. Have a great rest of the weekend. Enjoy your night. Yo, Joe. Where'd the button go? Where's the button? Where'd the button Some go? guys go there. Hold on. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,